Capo Takeover. My name is Nick Brown for Eddie Brown for Eddie Town, the 14th reason, the Silver Surfer, Top Deck. I'll be your host. I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my right at the moment, uh, the oh so glorious one, Mr. Silky Smooth Cream Cheese himself, Nathan Custerson. Nathan Custerson, it's a new year. It's a new me. I'm sunburned. I'm hurting. You are hurting. You look... I'm telling you now, I've seen a lot of red things in my life, but nothing as red as your face right now, Nick Brown. <laughs> Not through embarrassment either. It's, I'm just excited to see burnt. you, Dave. I'm excited to see you, Dave. That's Fuck. exactly it. Uh, Dave, how are you, man? Um, we've had a bit of a break. Um, yes. A much-needed break. We worked too fucking hard on this show. Way too hard. Uh, about a month off. How is, how is your Christmas, Dave? My Christmas, um, very chill. Yeah. I had a I had a 10-day period away from work, which was great. I... um. Got drunk on New Year's and took three days to recover. And yep. I still don't think I have recovered from that night. And that's about it. I've been watching cricket. I've been watching movies. I've been watching TV series. And I mean, just relax it, you know? Yeah, I've been, I had a, I have a bit of a flex to make, Nathan. Oh, Jesus. Uh, rock up to Christmas this year. Go oh, to right. my, uh, my dad's side of the family for uh, dinner time. Getting around, everyone's chatting away. It's all good fun. These people I only see a couple times a year kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh, and somebody, one of my cousins goes, oh, yeah, um, frowny. They're, they're, none, oh, of the, no. none of the fam, family call me Frowny. They all, oh, no. they all call me Nicholas, actually. Yeah. They Nicholas, go full, yeah. They go full name. They do, they, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. The family always say Nicholas. They go, Frowny. I'm like, yeah, wait, what? And they're like, oh, somebody who I work with listens to Backbone. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, no. I had the biggest dick energy. <laughs> I was walking around, chest puffed out. And they said, like, oh, um, big, they're big fans. They want to know when the new merch is dropping. Whenever I can get around to it. <laughs> Be fucked. I'm going to give away all the shirts. I tell you, what, I'm going to make such a loss. But that that was it's probably my favorite Christmas that I've ever had because even when I, I was wearing a backbone shirt as well. Oh, so when, when we did our, like a massive Chris Kringle that we do and uh, we're giving away all the presents and I'm opening up a present for somebody else. And I go up, like, uh, if anybody's interested, you can buy this at uh, backbonetakeover.com.au forward slash merch store. And I'm wearing a shirt that's not even online yet. Oh, <laughs> so the black and red. Yeah, the black and red knife. I, I played a game on New Year's like that. Oh, uh, what'd you play? Well, we all, there was four matching hombres on the, um, the New Year's. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say, New Year's Eve. So, <laughs> hombres, Nick Brown, that's what we were. So, the, what we did on the weekend, boys, Jason Burjo, lovely fellas. We did a fun old podcast with them. I'm not going to touch it. I haven't listened to it. I'm too scared. It was... <laughs> Absolutely horrible that night. So, but we all we all we all rocked up in unison. We all had the um the new backbone shirts. And um, I played a game when I was inside the club for the moments that I remember. Yeah, I walked around to people and asked that they listen to the podcast. <laughs> No I big dick. Yes. No one had listened, Nick. So stay gold. The one place on New Year's where I thought people would have um, tuned in and just been like, oh, fuck yeah, I love the podcast. I didn't get one. So my big dick energy left. Backbone it, Backbone yeah. is banned at Stay Gold. It's, it's what we did on the weekend country over there. <sighs> they actually, they lost it a bet. Is. That's why they're wearing our shirts, Nathan. Uh-huh. It wouldn't be for any other reason. They get free shirts, Nathan. That's how good they're doing. Really? Well, it's just so we can stop the beef. We had to stop the beef yeah, sometime. Called it off. <laughs> 2020. So New Year's, right? We all go to Stay Gold, um, myself, Nathan, uh, what we do on the weekend, boys, a bunch of other people, and it was a big, big fucking night. Like, it was huge. And every time I saw Jace, <laughs> right, I'd literally go up to him, and I'd because it'd be like music blaring, and he'd be on like the dance floor or whatever. Cut some good dance moves, mind oh, you, fantastic. Nathan. Really yep. decent dance moves. Uh, rolls the dice a lot, you know, um, in the Knocked Up, you know, and it's, the, the dice has always got Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. Kind of oh, like Jace, but I like it. Not, ba- not bad at all. Wait, wait. And I go up to Jace, and I just, every time, I just point to him and then point to me, be like, we're wearing the same shirt. 
and chase me like, uh, Brownie, where can you get this shit? Oh, backbonetagover.com. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't matter who he was with. Oh, great. And yet the, none of them were on sale. Oh. <laughs> so it was fucking pointed at us flogging it. <sighs> we're fucking dumbasses. We had a nice, nice photo. Yeah, great photo. Great. But I, I had a fucking mask on. I, if only I didn't have the mask on, it would have been perfect. Right, look, it was very 2020 of you, Nathan, and we're in 2021 right now. Yeah. So that's in the past. We're looking forward to the future. Yeah. I do like, it was a really fun night, but I was fucked. I was so fucked. I did not sleep. I got home at like 11 a.m. the next you day. You did. And I... I died for three days. I'm not as young as I used to be, Nathan. It really is like that now. I'm giving up on the session, Nick. I can't, unless it's a unified full tilt in 2021 or on a New Year's stay goal with the boys. That's it. There's part of me that thinks if I was if I was constantly on the session, my body We'd would be adapt right, yeah. and I would be able to like kind of hold myself together. I'm too scared to go there, Nick. It's like because now I only go on the session a few days, a few days so out of a year. year. <laughs> At 2020, I was pretty sessionless. Like there was pretty. There was, we didn't do anything. There was very few sessions to be had, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, but I, I, I think I feel like I had to make up for it on that night i was a i was a bad boy wow. <laughs> i was a bad boy <laughs> you have to celebrate everyone's birthdays that we didn't get to see yep. throughout the year nick so all the the east shots the, shots for everyone shots for everyone so you have to have a shot for every birthday you had to do lines for every like person you hadn't seen since the year before or at unify yep. so there was a lot of them there's a lot of everything nick i actually got to the point where i had to i don't even know where i was yeah nick i actually i went and sat down and i started patting the furry wall on a table <laughs> and i actually sat there for about four and a half hours nick so and there was a lovely dj there she um she did a great job um i still don't know what her name is yep but um what did you think of that <laughs> What a spectacle, oh, that Nick. was the best. Fuck, yeah, Nick, I forgot about OF, that. Only fans, so, Nick. I missed this. This was the funniest fucking shit ever. So the DJ's on and she's da- you know doing the standard, like the bang tunes, right? You know what? You know all the ones that would be being played. And every 30 minutes, she'd lower the music and go, subscribe to my OnlyFans at, I don't know what the fuck it was. Nick, at, no idea. At Titties McGee or whatever the fuck it was. I don't even know was. who she was. It was, was great. And I was like, I would piss myself every time because I'm like, I'm surely the staff are like, come on, stop fucking plugging your OnlyFans. But... You gotta make your money somehow, Nathan. Proves and that, Nathan. <laughs> we weren't complaining. I was. I couldn't see straight, Nathan. I couldn't see what was going on. I still the haven't text. been able to see. I couldn't straight see what's happening at my hand side, let alone what was going on behind the text, Nathan. It was Mate, a bit too much for me. I blame Europeans. It was all the Europeans' fault for that. <sighs> what? What do you mean it's the Europeans? Our, our quest fault? began with the European um some certain um element, and it ended like that. Oh, very. Oh, tr- uh, yeah. Well, no, not not touching that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We actually, I ended up at uh, Geordie Dunbar's you place, uh, Staff Singer. And, um, he featured in our interview, Nick. He did. Um, <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> that fucking podcast. So we did one. If you haven't listened to it, uh, myself, Nathan, Mitch, Jason, Burjo, sit down. It is. I had listened to it back, Nathan. First of all, bad decision. Shouldn't have listened to it back. It is five people all trying to talk at the same time for an hour. <laughs> like, it's the dumbest shit. At one stage, I start beatboxing and Mitch does, yeah, a, you did a, rap. Mitch does a rap. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Starts that at one point I go yeah yeah boys yeah fuck yeah what am I talking about yeah <laughs> I'm talking so quick out of my fucking mind and at the end of the pod I remember you just going I'm never listening to that podcast <laughs> no, like, no way no way back to that I was oh, a disgrace God. it was a disgrace <laughs> it was beautiful but bringing all the worlds together I made up for no unify like normally that's the cooked unify podcast yeah. that we have so there's no unify right yeah, to trick so the other day um I've been playing this new game 
Right, uh, new games, new yes. game on on PC now. I'm a PC boy. You are a PC boy now, uh, uh, and I'm playing a game called Rust. And Rust is a game. Heard of this game? Where <laughs> it's pretty big at the moment. It's it's pretty. Uh, they call it toxic, right? So like a lot of people, they grief you, they, they kill you. Yeah, great mm. song. Yeah, Not song. as good as the song, but I'd say the okay, game yeah. isn't the good as the song. But you know that's how it works. Uh, but it's one of those things where like you can you got to farm. You start off as a naked person. You walk around. You got to like farm trees and you got to build a base. And then you start to like get all your stuff and try and get guns and go out and kill people and raid people. That's the idea you break into someone else's base and take their shit and like so it's all really fun but the problem is that it's always on so like if you if you're not online someone can come raid your your shit so i'm can you build a fort i'm like yeah absolutely yeah but like the strong you gotta build strong shit and all that so i'm out for dinner i get a notification on my phone because i've linked the game with my phone app and it goes your base has been raided (laughs) and i'm like and I literally go, I'm going to have to cut to dinner. Sure, guys, Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to defend my fucking face. It was so, it was the most demoralizing thing. I put like 20 hours into getting this shit. Finally got a crossbow that I could kill someone with. And he just headshots me straight away Bang. and takes my shit. They're all on voice chat. And they call me every word under the sun. I can't repeat half of them, Nathan. Like, they are so mean. It's such a harsh game. Well, but this I, game is, they've been around for years. You've got to catch up. I, I'm just starting out with keyboard and mouse. I can barely aim straight. And everyone else is doing 360. No scopes on my fucking ass. It's horrible. I used to think they were the biggest knobs, the PC gamers of the world. Oh, we are. No, 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 I'm no. part of it now, so we are, yeah. But this generation now, it's actually become so popular. It, literally, yeah. it's more popular now almost than Xbox and PlayStation in some certain ways with certain games because they are just PC themselves now. Yeah, well, they? it's um, it's all because of the streamers now. Yeah, like, the stream, online, yeah. Because oh, of Twitch. Twitch has yep. just blown Changed it up huge. Like, there's, um, like, I saw someone the other day uh, had 140,000 people watching at once. 140,000 people. Jesus. That's why. I saw it's some, like a pay-per-view. Well, then this game Four Guys was out. There was a guy who got up because he couldn't get a win, right? This oh. dude. His name's Tim the Tap Man. He could not get a win. And, Tim the, the, tap and the game, the game's Twitter would make fun of him, right? Like, they'd, they'd be like, Tim can't get a fucking win and all this shit. He, by the time he got a win, he had 350,000 viewers. Jesus. All at one time. And the chat's going wild. He's getting donations. Here. Like, he's getting, he he's, so getting, he's getting a yearly salary donated to him in 20 minutes. That's like, crazy. you know what I mean? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, now, my cricketing career has gone to fucking shit. Okay. Go on, talk to me. So not only am I am I feeling it from my sunburn, but our team's gone to shit. We can't field a fucking team at the moment. It's horrible. It is genuinely horrible. We tried to get you to get a transfer. Yeah. Apparently, there's a cutoff when you can get transferred, which is horrible as well. So yesterday we rock up and we start to play and we we bowl first and it's all blah blah blah. I get out to bat now. Oh, no. My uh, my dad got me a pair of cricketing gloves nice. uh, for Christmas. Fresh, right? fresh uh, yeah, because I was always using other people's stuff. Yep. I go out there to bat. I use my friend's gloves instead because it's just. I don't know, I forgot, forgot to use my own, right? First ball, bouncer, go for a pull shot, clips the glove, oh out no. first ball. Oh no, <laughs> Nick, it's golden! golden. No <laughs> way! And I go out, and I'm and like, my dad's, dad, I go home, tell dad what's going, what happened. He's like, it's a fucking glove. <laughs> you should have worn my gloves. <laughs> and I'm just, the curse of the gloves. I'm just like, you know, like, I don't care when I go out, it's really fun. Like, I do not give a shit if I go out for not much. I was literally walking off the field laughing. I'm like, God damn it, he's going to fucking give it to me for that. And here I am. I still don't use my own box. I like sharing boxes. I like oh, yeah. it, builds, it builds bond. bond chemistry, Nick. Bond Team ship? chemistry. Is yeah. Bondship a word? Uh, I'm not going to say that, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> we make up words all the time on this show, Nick. Let's talk uh, some music, Nath. Um, but let's talk yes. about what the weekend. Should have been this weekend. Unify, yes, Nick. Unify. Um, Don't make you know me cry. The best part is I'm sunburned right now. Do you know when the last time I was sunburned? Unify. Last year's Unify. 2020. So it's almost like I was trying to feel as shit as what I did last year, which unfortunately I didn't. I have a voice to, uh, today. It's unlike last year. Holy shit, last year was rough. Did you see one of the videos of the wind down there and the rain? 
It happened again. There was Cyclone Unify again, Nick. It was one of those things, like, I saw a couple of people posting a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, last weekend, and they're like, Unify, oh, the weather's so good up there, it would have been so good this year just to, like, kind of shit on everyone's parade, but it wasn't the weekend for it. It was supposed to be this weekend. Yeah, it's this weekend and, they named it. And... I wouldn't have, dude. I I gotta say this. I know it's like such a fucking old person issue. I fucking hate the rain. I hate getting wet. I also hate the sun. Obviously, I'm sunburned. But like, I hate everything. I hate fucking nature. Okay, I want to stay inside, play rust, and get called me get called the n word on fucking PC all Perfect. the time. That's all I get done. That's all girls. It's horrible. Um, but it's the worst thing in the world. But it's like I I I'll look at that and I go, eh, maybe that's a good thing we didn't go to Unify because I couldn't put up with that again, dude. Last year, like, was just fucking retarded. It was. It was, it was bad. stupid. It was horrible. Terrible. And so I just got to ask, Nathan, what is the future of Unify? Oh, Where do you see Unify going? Not in terms of a lineup base. I just want to, just the general feel of Unify. Is it going to go back to its former glory? You know what? Let's, oh, no. let's bring the lineup in. Are they going to still make next year, next year's event, an All-Australian event, or are they going to be able to bring in international artists? Well, they could do a full tilt. So full tilt's gone the full Aussie bill, which yep. is really smart. Because Does that hurt Unify? Because it's <laughs> doing a full Aussie bill, basically giving, you know, there's a few bands that have been left out. Parkway, Polaris yeah. aren't in there. Um, yep. I'm sure there's a few others I can think of off the top of my head. But like, is that many playing it? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't think Amity's playing it. Yeah, probably not. So there's another one. There you go. But so they like, weren't going to play this year's Unify. So. They weren't supposed to, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, did you see Joel Birch tweet during the week about like they've had like eight different tours planned for like last year? Yeah. Like they can't do it, which I do feel sorry for in a way, but like still, like it's it's going to be very interesting. We I, still don't know. It depends I, on good things. I what saw we get with someone, good things. Um, I saw someone comment. It's like, Joel, you're not the one fucking booking the tour. Yeah, mate. shut like, up, Joel. Yeah, it's, it's the tour. <laughs> Whoever's booking it, that's the person we should feel sorry exactly. for. Like, you know, he's the one doing all the work. Trying yeah. to get dates and bands and booking. Oh, That'd be horrible. But right where, now, be horrible. where do you see Unify 2022 going? I, th- I still think it'll be similar to what they would have had this year because good things, we're really praying that we will get internationals and stuff out here, but still with the situation. Buddy, England England had 80,000 people yesterday, I'm pretty sure, like with, with COVID. With COVID. Dropping. Yeah. And I was like, that's a lot of people. So like, I'm talking UK bands like Architects and While She Sleeps and Bring Me Their Eyes. I'm not saying we're going to get the stature of those bands, but... Uh, anything, any band smaller than that now, same we're not going to get. Same with the US. The US are absolutely stuffed for COVID at the moment. Yeah. Who knows when that's going to happen? So I think we're going to have to. I think they've got no choice but to have, especially for next year, an old Aussie band. Or lineup, sorry. That's what I think. It's a really fascinating thing because like, would, would it get to a point, honestly, like where it gets to, okay, UK's out because it's fucked right now. Yeah, they're terrible. US yeah. is Sorry. fucked and yeah. that's going to be fucked for a while. Maybe we just okay. get Japanese. Yeah, now we have to go like Cross other Bay. countries. We have to go, yeah, we have to get Maximum the Hormone finally. Can we fucking get Maximum the Hormone Let's to play it. in Australia? Yeah. But like we get Cross Faith and we have to go to these other countries and go that. Ba- Let's bring baby metal back, Nathan. Why not? I do not mind if we bring baby metal back. Why not? That'd be, That'd be a great unified band. Crystal Lake coming back. Crystal Lake would be awesome. Crystal Lake was the best show of 20 can we not bring them back for 2022? Well, their set of Polaris was unbelievable. It was mental. It was the most And mental. he bagged the crowd. It was the best part of my whole year, Nick. <laughs> he abused us all. It was the best part and, ever. And we deserved it. We did. <laughs> we fucking... <laughs> Was there a Shuey chanter in Crystal Lake probably? I hope if there was, that person deserves to be <laughs> yeah, fucking back. That's bashed. probably why we got yelled at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shuey. <laughs> Fuck the Shuey. Awesome um, content, Nick. <laughs> Shuey will come around. You know what the worst part is? In Yo, like a year or two's time, because we're going to have a, 
you know, once Gig gets gets back together, right? Um, mm. We're gonna have a bit of time where the shoe is not gonna be called through sets, unless it's like certain sets that are very obvious. You know, Vile yep. Soho will always get a shoe yeah. kind of thing. Skegs of the world, yeah, and maybe D's nuts. D's like, nuts, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But like, we're gonna have a time period where like it's you know, if someone chants Shuey, the person's gonna look at you and be like, "Fuck off!" Like, shut yeah, the fuck shut up, shut up, dickhead. But in a couple yeah. of years' time, it's gonna become retro, and oh, retro's no. always in, and it's gonna become a thing where everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, bring the Shuey back." And bands are gonna be still as pissed off as they were two years ago, and it's gonna be horrible. And bands gonna yell at us, David. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either, Dick. Well, Bogan Rock will always be around. So True. you're allowed to do it at those gigs. But as we say, the, the, the more technical bands, like the bands that treat it a little bit more serious, I guess Polaris get away with it because Jamie's he, he loves his beers. So yeah. I guess he, he doesn't mind it, but not everyone's going to do it. So like you say, you pick your time, you pick yeah. your moment. And I'll, I'll let him get away with it on occasion, Nick. But Nick, too, too much is not... I don't like it. If you had to pick one oh, no. international band to come and one Australian band that you could guarantee plays next year's Unified, who are you going? So, can we get bands from America? Yep. Or yeah, you can go anywhere. We'll say we'll say there's they've either got it under control or they they can do the shorter quarantine session that would make it a feasible thing for to do. Still want to do? I still want a day to remember. Yeah, they're all. I, I yeah. think they're the perfect Unified band. They Absolutely. would sell so many tickets for it, and like you know, one night. You're going to have a pop-punk kind of theme night, so you get... And it's a huge sing-along thing. Like, huge sing-along thing. That's what I mean. Get a couple of bands like that. Like, you got Tonight Alive can go underneath them, a couple of Aussie bands like that who you can sing along with, and it's perfect. You're not set. So, yeah. I think that'd be a perfect international headliner, Nick. Brown. Australian? Aussie doesn't band. Have to be a, uh, doesn't have to be a headliner. Doesn't have to be a big band. It does, yeah. If you, if you really want a local band on, then fucking pick them. I want to see Thornhill yeah. move up the bill, because, like, that's the best... It's the whole. That's the wholesome part of Unify, Nick. You see a Polaris start out second man of the day on a Saturday and progress to the second headliner in front of Architects. You see Trophy Eyes start out third or fourth band in, and now they're a second or third headliner. Like yeah. you see these bands progress. So Thornhill, they've done it once. Yep. Done so it once. The, the the progression now is to see where bands like that land. So I want to see them. Yeah. Grey Binding, all the bands that we didn't get to see a lot of last year, like all those Aussie bands that we really like. So, but yeah, Thornhill, UNFD band, I think it'd be perfect. I want Alpha on. We didn't see a Darkpool um tour, did we? Uh yeah we did yeah did we? yeah Darkpool got Darkpool definitely got toured did we yeah oh. I was at the Stay Gold I was at the show was I there yeah you were there too oh I've lost the plot that's how shit the show was how dare you bag Thornhill out like that, <laughs> that was well, a there great, you go so a great show well, it'll be album two next year so I, 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 if I, if Alpha do not get picked up for next year oh yeah Alpha two yeah. the system's broken like yep. it's built for bands like Alpha we've always said this and we understand probably why they haven't been on a few years well, but they're on full tilt aren't they it's time yeah it's, it's their first it's, yeah. it's time to get on a fucking festival yeah full tilt will be fucking massive for them and it's gonna be so so cool international wise man there's so many places you could go you could I'm, a couple thinking? bands that come to mind. I'd love to see a band like Fever 333. Fever, yep. Um, we've always said Bear, Beartooth is Beartooth. the most per- perfect. Like, Beartooth are the same as Crossfaith, are the same as While She Sleeps, where they're just incredible live, live bands. bands yep. And they, they're kind of that mid to upper tier, perfect act yep. kind of to bring in. If I want to be greedy, which oh, I, I, do yeah, like being, I don't like being greedy. Yeah, go on. I, want, I, I reckon Sum 41 are the best, best choice oh, for a unified yeah. band. I, I, Mate. The best sing-alongs they have. It's I honestly, one night should be dedicated to sing-alongs. I know I hate soft music, but like sing-alongs are fucking great. And at Unify, it doesn't. you don't want it to be moshing all the fucking time because people get tired. And maybe that Saturday headliner should go to someone else instead of another mosh band who plays the same kind of metalcore music as everyone else. It's so tough. Is that where Trophy Eyes come in? I think so, yeah. I they're the sing-along to. band now of kind of the scene. Like, Hands Like Houses, I guess they've tried it, but they don't have the anthems that Trophy Eyes seem to, like the mm. sing-along parts anyway. So maybe, imagine that, a Trophy Eyes Sum 41, one-two combo at the end of the, the Saturday night. 
That'd get me going through the Saturday because most of the times, as you say, you've heard fucking nine metalcore bands during the day on a Saturday and you're just exhausted. <laughs> like, Ghost Inside last year, like, it was good. It was awesome. Like, it was great to be a part of that. Yeah. But, like, I was fucked. I was a- wrecked. Everyone's and, like, so tired, man. And, like, you couldn't, like, the energy wasn't there. The band obviously couldn't move around as much. And, like, the actual energy in the crowd wasn't there as well, a little bit. And, like, you want to have the whole crowd united. They were. Everyone was around it. Everyone was enjoying the set. But at some 41, oh, fuck, my God. It'd be great. Derek Wibley. What a name. Yeah. What a head. I'm telling you, the, gr- <laughs> the greatest head of all time. The ugliest head in the world. Who, oh, it's who shocking. did he used to date? He used to date someone famous. Didn't Probably he? Avril. I'm going to go Avril oh, Levine. Yeah, Both Canadian. Someone like Avril or Paris Hilton or someone. <laughs> it was let's, someone really fucking let's famous. Let's go Paris. I, I, I love that. Oh. Imagine a night in Paris with Derek Wibley. <laughs> <laughs> what a movie. Good lord. That's I'm, an only fans waiting to happen, Nick. I'm filming that <laughs> only with one hand, but Nathan, you know where the other hand is. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> It's on my uh, chocolate bar now. Yeah, I'm, exactly I'm, right. I'm, I'm a hungry boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unify. Yeah, Unify 2022, um, whenever that may be. Is there, 20, is, is there anything like... Do you have a favorite Unify? Not in terms of lineup, but do you have a favorite... I don't know. Uh, the way experience for Unify, if there's a uh, a moment that really stuck out to you. Maybe it's a set. Maybe it's a funny moment that happened in the campgrounds. Like I, I think of the, the K-hole man, and I think that was just a... That was hilarious. A, a moment to be had. Um, I saw someone post the... Uh, the wreckage from 2017. Oh, the piles of the, yeah, um, the K-Mart. Yeah, like, oh all the God. Fucking gazebo things. Oh. That was like, I remember that so well. I, I still think that the wind was much worse at 2017 than 2020, but the oh, rain sure. was just fucking horrific. Well, we had one of those, the big white thing that Jace brought, yeah. which was heavier than anything that we've ever seen. So yeah. that had no chance of going anywhere. So we were lucky, but if you had the Kmart fucking standard $100 gazebo, you stood no yeah. chance. Well, they were flying around like the fucking Wizard of Oz. But it's funny you say it, because like last year, um, you know, I brought my tent that has been through every Unify, went through all the shit, it all. Yep. survived it all, and got completely fucked yeah, the first year. day. The zipper broke, and then it all just went tits up from there. And then I had a That's mate, me. I'd had a mate. Did you break the zipper? No, no, no. I'm just saying oh, it's my luck with tents yeah. at Unify. You know, and then my we had a mate who was like, I went to Kmart yesterday and bought a tent for 12, 12 bucks. Perfect. And it never fucking moved. Didn't move. It was per- I'm like, oh, good fucking hell. What do you do with location, Nick? You need, a, is, you need yeah. a couple of big tents around you to win, like to take the wind <laughs> resistance, yeah. where we just sat in the middle of a field. Like we had the fucking full brunt of the wind. But yeah, good times. <laughs> good times. Yeah, you know, I just, I miss it, man. As much as I do. I, doing me foot was fun. You're doing your foot, yeah, for sure. That was a, that was an experience. Yeah, good stuff. Um, the first oh, the first year to fight was iconic. That was dude. great, dude. That was incredible. I, drinking I, tinnies with Floriani. Drinking tinnies. With I drank. Floriani. Oh yeah, yeah. He's drinking tinnies. Big dude as well. Big man. He was uh, he was taller than me. I was looking up at him. So you're six four. I'm six four six five. He be six seven. He's a big man, and like he was a good dude, and like he was really cool to talk to. And yeah. Like, and that was the thing. All those bands in the first one got around the campgrounds a lot more than what we yeah. see now. Like maybe we're not in the right spot. That first unify, we had the prime location on the oval, and like. We just went wherever we wanted. It was so much more yeah. DIY back then. And not to say it's better, worse now than it was back then, because I hate the people. Oh, it's like, it was better now. back then. But like, yeah, it was such a, like a little 3,000 people. Mm. Um, you could get away with like, there, there weren't like massive bands on, like Amity, Northland aside. Everyone else is pretty. Yeah, and maybe could... CJ McMahon. But like, you know, besides <laughs> like the main dudes from maybe a few singers, like everyone else could kind of get away with it. You know, Trophy Lights weren't For a sure. massive band back no. then. And, That's what I mean. When well, they progressed from there to yeah, now. Like, well, it's unreal. 2017, I remember them having a massive crowd Huge. playing during the day and then they've obviously moved Did up to 2019. And now, like, yeah, they're just about headline material now. It's really Close. cool. It's cool. It's cool to see. Uh, Nate, let's move on. Yes. Um, we recorded before Christmas. We but did. The whole episode went to shit. So, unfortunately, <laughs> you're going to cop a bit from that. Um, 20, 2020 saw uh, a few things, but I saw a few wankers. And uh, I want to give the Wanker of the Year Award a few nominees. Nathan, if I can uh, give the nominees for you. Now. Yeah, we've got a few. Uh, you can add some nominees if you Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, I got <clears throat> Jason Mack for the Jacist 100 winner. 
Oh, it was terrible, wasn't being, it? Being uh, the Amity Affliction, all my friends one. are dead. Oh. Wall of Sound for yep. doing 264 end-of-year review articles that I just... <laughs> they just kept popping up, didn't they? I, could, oh. I cannot handle any God of them. Damn. Mikey Arthur from The Gloom in the Corner for, not? for being short. Yeah. And, and Joel Birch uh, for no reason. Oh, exactly. Joel Birch. Do you have any add-ons there, Nathan? No, but he's, he's the charging $100 for lyrics on the posters for Joel Birch is <laughs> The most wankerish thing it's, of 2020. It's the that most was Joel Birch thing to do, isn't it? Like you don't, you don't even like, you're not even surprised when he does it. You're like, oh, okay, it's just Joel being Joel. Then how many copying on um, the what we did on the weekend masks, Nick? That was pretty um wankerish too. Oh yeah, true. Remember they, we had that. We had the blur, like the mask, and yeah. then like how many the next day had the exact same design except it was something different on the print. I was what, like, oh, what about when um Brownie from Wall Sound that got the Blair license plate? Oh, and, yes. uh, bit of gimmick infringement there for oh, uh, what we did on the weekend. Oh, Nick. Oh, okay, there's a few nominees. I'll, I'll there. defend it. I'll yeah. defend all that. <laughs> Uh, but the winner, Nathan, and I think the winner, I don't call it, it I don't call it a loser. No, look, Nathan, you were definitely a wanker this year, but there were just there were just greater wankers. It was just incredible. Uh the wanker of the year is Jason Mack from what we did on the weekend. Easily. It's, it's, a, it's a historic honor. It was. He re- did, now, just for context for everyone who doesn't know, uh, Jason was doing his own uh, 100 countdown. I watched the, the whole thing, Nick. 100. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> Counting down on, on his stream on Twitch. You can go find uh, find him on Twitch as well. Uh, go to all his socials and that to find that. It's a really fun stream if anybody hasn't looked at it. Uh, so he does a stream for five or six hours, right? I play cricket, and at the halftime break, I check out what, what he's up to, and after cricket i check on and we're up to song number three or song three, number two, two one yeah and it gets to the number one song and after five and a half six hours of everyone wondering what the best song of the year is going to be in jason mack's opinion the amity affliction all my friends are dead sucked us in and he just pisses himself laughing oh, it's great. for three minutes straight does a little bit of singing too yeah. a bit of dying slowly is dying lonely off whatever the fuck the lyrics are of that song <laughs> It was just the biggest piss take. Half the people were pissed off. Half the people were kind of... Ex- Loving it. Yeah, kind of enjoying it. Kind of ex- accepting the river as what it was. But Nathan, if nothing else, it, good for good or for bad, it was wankerish for him to do it. Real wankerish and by Jess. wankerish of the year yeah. goes to Jason Mack. Big props. It's, it's, hang on, can we give him a round of applause? Yeah, um, golf claps. So uh, I Jason- the mantle from Joel Birch. It's a big deal. It's- and Sam Carter. So Sam that's Carter, huge. Joel Birch, Jason Mack. Great company to be in. Woo. Billy Joe Armstrong nearly got a nomination here just for his album. Being a dickhead. I just hated it. Shitty album. <laughs> just yeah, a fair shit album. But, but here we are. Jason, you're in fantastic company. Congratulations. You'll get your award sent in the mail. Kudos, Jason. <laughs> Nathan, I want to bring up something with you. Um, I, I wrote this down just as a little segment to talk about, and it's called How to Write a Perfect Album. We've talked about this mildly in the past, but I wanted to use the albums Ooh. that we put down as our albums of the year Ooh, in our articles yes. last year to kind of use that as a base and what it did right and what it did wrong. There's We've talked about this a few times. It's always a very tough thing to do. When you write an album, there's a few things you've got to look at. How many tracks you're going to go. Um, length of time, how, all that exactly, stuff. Exactly, yeah. length of time. Do you want features on there? Do you want intro tracks? Do you want interlude tracks? Um, you know, fucking your album artwork. Like, you know, things all like that. Like, it it all, and obviously, you know, all your promotional life. But we'll stick for mainly the musical side Ordering here. of tracks Where kind of thing. Well, yeah, exactly. 100%. Like, you know, the, how many albums have we listened to where the front is so stacked? Five singles out of the first six songs. Yeah, and you're like, and oh, what are the last five songs? And they're all garbage. And yeah. it's like, oh, cool. You could have just made an EP, but whatever. Oh, we'll just we'll go with that. Stitch up. So when I was growing up, I always used to think a dozen songs was an album. That's changed a little bit. And yep. my opinion's changed on that a little bit. I personally think 10 to 11 is a good is an album now. Um, I don't think anything, you know, if you can release an, an album with eight tracks on it, then, you know, I guess more power to you. But I've, I've just seen, especially when bands are releasing albums these days, I struggle to be able to get through it because 
yeah, we, we, I hate saying this because it makes me sound boomerish, but like attention spans are shortening. You know, even things like TikTok and that. Like, yeah, we're all kind of we just want our information. Twelve right, second videos, right, yeah. right, right now, right? Um, what was before TikTok? Vine. Vine was six second videos. Oh, that really? Was bloody incredible stuff. Um, that was wild times. Um, but yeah, that was wild. Logan Paul got fucking discovered on Vine, Dave, and there you go. Saw a dead body in the forest once too. Did he uh, fight in Mayweather? He's fighting. Fight what the Mayweather? fuck does that happen, Nick? That That's Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? Salute. Oh. Did you Mate. see Jake Paul fucking knock out Nate Robertson? Yeah. Like a, like a little bitch. Oh, that was crazy. That was funny. Both of bitches anyway. Um, anyway. Now Mike Tyson's fighting again. It's fucking out Yeah, I, I don't know what to do with Mike. Uh, he's, he's, he's an uncontrollable human. But the, the idea of an album and writing a perfect album, I always think it is case by case. And we do understand that. You know, I think um, if you're a band like Every Time I Die in this part of your career, you could release a fucking 18-song album and not many people would complain, no. right? But if you're a local band, I think you should try and... You know, try and go quality over quantity. For sure. That's the best way to go. So I want to bring up a few albums and I just want to, we understand these are all in our top 15 albums of the year. So I understand that these are all great albums. We're just being very nitpicky here for the sake of being nitpicky. I want to start with Alpha Wolf, A Quiet Place to Die. And it's a simple thing of like, what did the album do right? What did the album do wrong? And I want to start with wrong because, you know, it's easy to say the album's a banger kind of thing. I don't think this album was paced very well. No, no good on the pacing. Okay. I don't think so. I, I think the, the first few songs on there actually are probably the weakest, in my opinion. And actually, when it gets to the back half, I think you start hitting the, the probably the stronger tracks. I also think it's probably a song or two too many. Yep. And that's maybe on a quality standpoint. Like, how many times have you listened to an album and it's, say, 13 tracks, right? Yeah, for and sure. And you go, yeah. great album, but there's probably two or three that I wish weren't there, you know, kind of thing. Just like, throwaway songs. Yeah, imagine like imagine cutting those three songs out and having just this 10-track album of just full of bangers. Like, that's kind of what you want. Um, there's also, is there, there's only one or two features in that album, and I always think there should be more now. I, I'm very heavy on the feature thing now. I really do. I think that's something that adds a genuine dynamic shift. Um, Pain is Power, a great album. Only 10 tracks, which I really loved because especially when you're doing that kind of heavy sound, you only want 10 tracks. You don't want too much more. It's all going to blend in. Um, musically, you know, you can you give or take a lot of it because a lot of people who don't listen to deathcore and that aren't going to be able to get into it. Um, I just wish the features that they do use on that album were a bit more varied. A lot of it just sounds a bit the same, right? Like you've, you've heard the album, Nathan. It's all kind of very same, same. And it's unfortunate because, you know, a, a feature can really add a lot to an album. And it really, can, like, you know, when, if you've got a vocalist, right? Say, um, Bobak. Bobak, yep. Bobak. It's actually Bobak. Bobak. We, we just yep. call it Bobak. Bobak, because it sounds, better. sounds like a movie star. It's Bobak Horseman. It's exactly right. Bobak Horseman. But, like, his style is very, you know, it's very fucking heavy. Yes. <laughs> right. He doesn't, have a, he doesn't have a clean vo- vocal. No. They don't have a clean vocal in that band. I just think maybe adding one into a song or two in that album would have opened things up a little bit. You know, uh, Alpha did it with Don't they Ask. Uh, yeah. Don't Ask, and uh, they opened Bleed. up their whole thing. Bleed for you Bleed as well, sorry. It was, like, really good. And they, opened it up really nicely and i just wonder like when bands are going through it like thornhill's album the dark pool i love the album but i think it's 12 tracks and it goes for 50 odd minutes and yep. i'm like lengthy maybe, maybe a little bit too long like what, what do you have a in terms of like duration we'll go with duration right do you have a perfect duration um, for an <sighs> album is there like if someone's releasing the album do you have like a, a point where you want it to hit or maybe a point where it goes okay that's too much depends on the style yep like if it's a heavy band i don't really want to listen to anything over 35 minutes kind yeah. of thing because like when you're in the car and if you've got an hour trip to the city we'll say you listen to an album and it's just relentless for 50 minutes of just fucking breakdowns and that like yeah I love it I enjoy it but like after five six seven songs you're just like it's a little bit repetitive for yeah, me absolutely. 
I like the, the, the mix-up of like a band like Counterparts. They can fit 14 to 16 tracks into 30 minutes. And yeah. you're like, this is the greatest thing of all time. But yeah. like if you're talking to Thornhill who writes songs four minutes to five minutes long and they're, they're lengthy and like Jacob, who obviously is a great vocalist and he can do highs, he can do screams, he can do all the, the kind of ranges. Like you're right, without a feature, it is kind of same, same. But I like that prog style that they have. So they're a band yeah. that get away with it for me. But like, as you say, Bands like Amity, they're trying, like their recent album this year, what did that have, about 11 to 12 tracks? Yeah, it's about that. But 11 yeah. to 12 tracks, that's probably where you want a band like Amity to be. And yep. like, and In Hearts Wake, they had a pretty lengthy album from memory. I think we only liked two to three songs. Yeah. Like, they had probably eight throwaway tracks. But like, if you're a band like that, like they have the potential. What they did on Earthwalker and um, Bloody Scott Answer. Scott Answer well, they they weren't any more than ten songs, were they? Yeah, well, Earth, Earthwalker was eleven tracks in length. And there was a couple of interludes, wasn't there? There was an interlude, an intro, an outro, and an interlude in the middle there. And, and how it had to do? fucking eight, fucking eight songs. Yeah, <laughs> but that was memorable. That was yeah. pretty good because like it's the actual regarded by many as their best album. But like so. the content on that album was actually quite good. So, like you say, they had less is more on that album. But on Caliuga, they probably went the opposite way. So, yeah, it's a tough little like it's a fine line to run if, and it depends on the quality as well Nick yeah. if, if they're writing good music I'm going to keep wanting to listen to it but if you're writing garbage mate like MGK's album there's fucking heaps of songs on there Yeah, I probably loved half of it it probably yeah. didn't need to be that long but still memorable great album so can you remember can you name me an album that is Ooh. let's say 13 let's say more than 13 tracks only low that teens. you think is fucking phenomenal low teens is probably the only, only exception, one right? yeah dude that's literally probably it that's and that's mental isn't it like and all these like bands come out and you know whatever it may be right and they come out and they're like, allowed oh, let's go 15 track long every time i die as we said eight, they could do eight they could yeah. do a 47 track they been probably tri- triple album right yeah and they would just get away with it because they're just that good but no one else is that good no dude. there's only there's only shikari this year yeah, how, many, exactly. how, many, how many did they have on that album? Oh, fucking it was like 15 tracks that's what i mean were, and it was stuffed it. with all this kind of interlude crap and oh, I, I remember thinking it's like there's it's a great album to go off, actually. Nothing is true and everything is possible. There you go. It's an album where, like, probably eight songs are really, really good, good. Yeah, strong. But it gets bogged down so much by it's just how many crap songs and how much useless stuff. I know a lot of Shik- I'm a huge Shikari fan. You are too. Yeah, I love Shikari. And yeah. we know a lot of huge Shikari fans listen. But it was just something that, like, I just couldn't get past it. I'm the I was same, like, dude. I'm like, come on. Can we just stop getting this? There's this Walt song. Doom, doom, yeah. Doom, doom, doom. It's, it's like, a Harry Potter song, It's Nick. just like, fuck off. It sounds like the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme. <laughs> <laughs> like, it genuinely like, just. Rare. What are you doing, son? And like, because we know how good they are, obviously, yeah. and that kind of helps it. <laughs> well, those first four singles they dropped were just fucking unbelievable. Yeah, and it set the well, like, this sets the tone for the album of the year. We thought it was going to be the album of the year, and you listen to it, it's like well, it's good in parts, but it, yeah, the length and the time and the just yeah. That goes to the next shit. question: What's how do you release mm. when you release your first single? What do you release? Do it's you a tough re- one, isn't do it? you release your best song? Mm. Do you release your most commercial song? Like, if you release your best song first, and yep. I obviously. Music, music. the scale of the band matters too. Music is subjective, Nathan. Uh, scale of band definitely matters. Yeah, yeah so like sure. if you're an Alpha Wolf and they release Akidama first, and that's the best song they've written as a band, that's okay. That's the best thing of all yeah, time. Do you know? Yeah, you and need that plug. If you're a bigger band, like a day to remember, it doesn't matter. As yeah, much. do you want to like they release three garbage songs, four garbage, <laughs> four songs. garbage yeah, songs? So like, <laughs> are they saving anything? Who knows? I reckon they're fucked, Nick. I'm yeah, telling you. I, I but yeah, continue. It's, it, it's one of those things. Like, where do you go? Do you release your best song and? Everyone listen. They're like so excited for the album. Album comes out. Oh, there's nothing as good Meh. as that. Like that's most albums we listen yep. to. The songs are pre-released, and that's not necessarily just because they're um they're the best songs. It's because they've been released in one song intervals. Yeah, 
It's because somebody releases, you know, justice release guidance from the pain. They release mm. pain as power. Mm. Listen, um, the house you build is burning, mm. right? I think that were the three singles going mm. And they're all, and Final Cataclysm, I think, as well. Mm. And so they're like, they're, ah. they're essentially known as the four best the tracks yeah. of the album. Now, I wonder if, Ooh. let's take those same tracks and we take them out and we put in, say, the back four tracks of that yep. album. Do we think they're a lot better because we're listening to them in a three-minute block as opposed to a 40-minute block? A lot more. Yeah, exactly right. That's the thing. And that's the thing. I always try and listen to the back half of an album a few times yeah. after listening to the first because most bands do it, Nick. The first half of the album is full of singles and you don't give the time to the second half of the album, as you say. But if you give the time to the second half of the album and you listen to that a lot more than the first, all of a sudden you start saying, oh, this song's actually really good. That song's really good. And you're like, yeah. yeah. So I think if you flip and switch, still the quali- that whole album's quality. Like yeah, that, 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 that that whole album, I think you're right. Like you could actually probably put two of those songs towards the back end as singles, but I still think they were the best. But four. that's the thing, and, yeah, that, like, and it'd find its way in Spotify with the listens and the streams. People, yeah. people get it. People well, it's the same it. thing of like, um, yeah. If you released, we've always said this. Like, do not re- if you're releasing an album, do not release a lead single as your first track. Nah. It's just, it's such waste of potential because you see nearly every album that comes out, what the one of the top uh, listened to songs is always track number one. Exactly. Because when you listen to an album, you usually start with track, start track number one. one. That's that was seven. Yeah. It, it can be a like I'm not saying put a garbage on track one because you know maybe that won't be a good place to start. Yeah. But if you've got like say three 10 out of 10 songs yep. that you think are the best songs on the album, Mix and then you've got you know three 9 out of 10 songs, maybe just put a 9 out of 10 on there, it's going to sound like a 10 out of 10 in comparison because yeah. everyone's going to be fucking listening to it. Yep. It bolsters your own stock yep. and it actually makes a song that maybe isn't as good seem better than what it Feel is. Feel bigger. Yep. It's just like I, it's, it's always weird, as we say. It is case by case. Every band is. is different. Um, I reckon Void of Vision with Hyper Days just about nailed it Jeez. with what they did. I think there was 10, maybe 11 tracks, but they'll be dropping they something. Did, soon, yeah, they? they said next ooh, month they're ooh, doing something, which is really ooh, exciting. Tasty, actually, really pumped on that new Void. I reckon it's going to be, I really think it's going to be good. Well, they're a band that can do a lot of things now. Yeah. Like they got the cleans, they got the heaviness, they got all kinds of shit going on. So they're a hey, band they got that got adrenaline, which is the greatest song exactly, of all time. Exactly. <laughs> like, and they've done that with adrenaline now. So we know different scopes and fields they can go down. So they're not going to bore us in an album. They're a band that can do so many things and like they're not categoried into one sort of thing which yeah. is great it is weird um and same with eps as well like i used to always yes. think like six seven tracks was a good ep and now yep. now i'm kind of like five four maybe four, four to, yeah, yeah, four yeah, to yeah, six. yeah. yeah. it's kind of like I'm, I'm kind of less is more kind of kind. Yeah. maybe that's just me with my old age you know what i mean like uh but that being, i'm the same mate. that being said knife do we have a quiz this week we do have a quiz, Nick. This is a very interesting quiz. I need to redeem myself after the last poxy, um, crappy one that I gave you. I don't even know when it was, Nick. It's that long time ago. But Nick, one, true or false, The Getaway Plans Requiem was the first album released by UNFD. Fuck. Um, fuck, I don't even know. No, um, UNFD, they are signed to UNFD, so you're not tricking me on that front. Oh. Um, oh. Where they? Oh, no, I, Nick, I'm, I'm the quiz master. I can't give you I'm gonna say. Tr- I'm going to say true. False, Nick. So, so the cutoff is six. You got to get to six. So false. It was Dream on Dream is heartbound. Nick. So ah, true. One of the great bands that we saw at um, one of the great gigs of all time, and Eventually we don't really involved. like them that <laughs> yeah, much anymore. Suck. So Nick, two. Name me four bands that have played the Thursday night at Unify. Yes, easy. This I, is a good one. You smash. You smash. I could name this one uh, for four. Give bands me a last, last year's lineup. Nick. Last year's lineup was Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Um, Gloom in the corner. Gloom in the corner. Honest Crooks. Honest Crooks. Terror. Terror, they opened the gig, yes. And Bad Love. Bad Love, Is yes, Nick. Correct, that's five. You've already the, got the full one. Here before. Go on. I can try and get. Here we go. Um, with some shitty pop punk band headlined. Between you and me, yeah. That's the one. Uh, Caged Existence played. I fucked my foot, so I didn't see. <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, this was after I fucked my foot. But yeah, go. Yep. Caged, Caged Existence, Existence yes. Uh, a Burden. A Burden, yes. Was there another band? Um, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, but Nick, that's eight. You got eight. Yeah, that's fantastic. Great stuff for you. Nick, three. Who am I? 
Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to start this shit all over again. But Nick, I'm an Aussie man with two names. Guess. Ocean Grove. What's up? <laughs> 2021, same old. We're not changing this. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nick, half of my name is the same as a famous metal band. The other half is also known as a confusing situation. Do you Nick, when, when you think of these bands, yes. are you always trying to go for a band with two names? Always. Always okay. Australian bands. Are you struggling now? Oh, God, you. To a point where oh like, fuck yeah. I'm going to have to go internationals now. I'm going to get off the you're ocean. You're going to go train. like these weird Norwegian death metal bands. I'm going to yeah. have no clue. Look out, Nick. I'm telling you. you be like, ah, uh, band with two names. I'm going to go and grow. It's like, no. No. But yeah, Nick. So that's the um the first clue of the, the second round. And I've dropped three singles in 2020 and featured in the Backbone 100. Uh, three singles of 2020. Half my name is the same as a famous metal band. The other half is also known as a confusing situation. Half my name is the name of a famous metal band. Slayer. Slayer. Great. This is perfect. What's a confusing situation? A confusing situation. What the fuck's a confusing situation? Oh, I don't know. Uh, could um, Slayer dinner with the in-laws? <laughs> I don't know. Slayer dinner with the in-laws. Five words. That was all, all hyphened. Hyphen. Okay, so it's actually longer than that. Uh, Nick, no, I'm sorry. It's not that. But Nick, I'm going to give you one last little clue. I'm a three-piece band from Sydney, and I have two out of three members wear purge masks. Um, Ghost Complex. Correct, Nick Brown. So Ghost was the band. Okay. The metal band. And a complex situation. Uh, a complex situation is. Oh, oh fuck. What, did I, what was the confusing. confusing situation is a complex situation. Oh, like so yeah, yeah Ghost good. Complex. Yeah. A lot of people don't think Here Ghost are a metal band. Oh, more of a rock and roll kind of Led Zeppelin yeah. 80s. I mean, 70s well, kind when, of vibe when, band. When Ghost blew up, yeah. the metal community fucking hated them. Tobias. Yeah. Like, they absolutely just. I ghosts. hated him. Yeah, no, I didn't. I liked him. I'm on it. As soon as I hear your rats, how can you hate it? <laughs> what a song. Told you the greatest song of all time, rats. <laughs> Look, we da- saw da- it. Download 2019. Uh, do you want to go? I just want to see rats. And then, <laughs> then they open with it. Hey, hey, off we Let's go. Let's go. Do you want to watch Raining Blood? <laughs> no, nah, they're going to play it at the end. Dude. Yeah, I don't want to fucking watch Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> what a night it was. Let's back to Slayer. <laughs> Very nice. Perfect, Nick. Uh, Nick, name me four bands starting with the letter N. N. Northlane. N for Nathan, N for Nick. Northlane. Northlane. Nankazi. Nankazi. Uh, who are Perth band, Southern Hardcore. Oh, yeah, Southern Hardcore. Anybody's interested. Mm. Um, N. N-E-R-D. N-E-R-D. Oh, I'll count it. Yep, there you go. Correct. Don't you yes, dare correct. tell me otherwise. I've got them in there. They're, they're um, in my list. Nautical Mile. Well played. Okay, well, punk band. I going to struggle. No, I don't know. I've got some more for I'm you. Trying to like, I'm trying to envision my like Apple Music thing. Also, oh. I've, I've switched over to Spotify. I'm officially a Spotify guy. That fucking time. I'm proud I, of you. But my Apple Music just ran out, so I was oh. like, I've stopped. But I just, I'm imagining going through uh, any other bands. Norma Jean is another one. Norma Jean, yeah. Neck Deep, Nickelback. I had to get Nickelback Ooh, yeah, in there. It's got your name in there. Nirvana, No Doubt, Nothing But Thieves, No Effects, and You Found Glory. There's a few there. But Pretty Nick, good. five. What band has made the Backbone 100 the most over the last three countdowns? Is it A? Alpha Wolf. Yep. B, Bring Me the Horizon. Yep. C, Ocean Grove or D, Thornhill. Ooh, okay. Three uh, of the four bands have been in all three countdowns. Bring Me have been in all three countdowns. Correct. That's one. Um, so yeah. they, I think it's going to be Bring Me. Bring Me had four songs this year. They had, how many did they have fucking last year? One? One song last year? Two songs last year? Three songs? I reckon they've had about nine songs, Bring Me. Yep. So you reckon Bring Me? I reckon Bring Me are the winners. So. So the other two bands that have been in all three, do you know who they are? Um, Ocean Grove. Yep, they're correct. And have Alpha been in all three? Yes, yes they have. Yeah, because they did Black, Black Mamba. Mamba. Yep. And then they we would have had Sub-Zero and a couple others off yep, vault. And then now we've got these ones. So Alpha were in second on eight. Ooh. Ocean Grove had seven. Yep. Thornhill had seven. 
49-7. Bring me the horizon at nine. Correct, Nick Brown. Well so played to you. Thornhill in our first countdown would have had... Well, they had their EP, the Butterfly EP. So they had Reptile. They would have had Sunflower. But did they... Lavender. Did we have the... When would they had Tempera out? Did we put them in a hundred? Or is that... No, that was, that? that was pre... I think that was That's 2016 that came out. But dude, seven songs. Thornhill. Great Because I had four last year as well. Views from the Sun, Nurture... Lily and the Moon. Um, I don't think we even put Coven in there. Uh, so. when, when you go, when you die. Yeah, when you go, yeah, yeah, the closer. So they, they've been pretty good as well. Nick Six, what two bands have on the... Did they have a song called COVID, did you just say? Coven. Oh, God. Geez. Like woven oh like COVID. Oh, my God. I was fucking freaking out for a second. Oh, I've got a theory Thorn on Hill that. Thornhill started COVID-19 confirmed. Mate, Sabian figured it out. That's why he's been wearing a mask this whole time. Yeah, he knew. Just, he's, he's, cr- he's cracked in or he knew it, Nick. People are like, why do you wear a mask? Like, just you wait. You wait. <laughs> just you fucking I read wait. the future. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Six, what two bands have on the first download festival? Was it eight? This is the year UK okay. download. Was it A, Iron Maiden and Linkin Park? Fuck it. Yep. Was it B, Metallica and Audio Slave? Yep. C, Metallica and Linkin Park? Yep. Or D, Iron Maiden and Audio Slave? Nick? Okay. Um, All four have headlined at different I know, stages. I, I can envision one with Audio Slave and Metallica. Mm. I envision, I can I can see the poster. Yeah. Um, Was it the first? Was it the inaugural? Was it Iron Maiden and Linkin Park one? Oh, <laughs> I can't say. So that's A, you going in A? No, going in? no I'm going, oh, okay. I'm going Metallica or Audio Slave. So you're locking in B? Yes. You're not going to go C? No. Never go. I know. I am oh, usually go the C. Safe, safe option. It's a safe option, option usually. But I normally tricky. I don't normally put them in C. So. Actually, no. Hang on. Could I change my answer? Oh, shit. It's none of them. It's, it's usually, <laughs> you're right. You usually trick me. It's none of them. And it's got to be, maybe it's a combination of two of them. I'm a cheeky quiz master, Nick. <laughs> um, correct. Um, one of the bands, actually, yeah, both of the bands are in different um letters. So technically you are right, but um, it's D. Iron Maiden and Audio Slave. So, oh, really? Okay. Iron Maiden and Audio Slave. So you could have gone Iron Maiden, Linkin yeah. Park. That was half right. Then Metallica and Audio Slave was half right. And then so I had the Audio Slave. And then C was actually completely wrong. So I was hoping you were going to go C. Yeah, Nick Seven, name me five of the top ten songs from our first hundred countdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dreg, Return of the Dreg. Fuck yeah, yep. Alpha. Wolf. So you the top five, yep. Alpha Wolf, Black Mamba. Okay, okay yep. order them actually. Go on. Glue in the Corner. With the song oh, no. starting with a V. Oh, no. Not violence. Villain. Villain, Villain. correct. Yeah, okay. yes. Villain is on one. Um, a burden with... Um, oh, no. I can do, do. One for you. Yes, correct. Yes. Uh, Dreg Return of the Dreg at three. Yes. Alf Wolf Black Mumba at correct. four. Correct. Number five. Probably the greatest song of the year was at five, too. Oh, fuck. You could say that about a lot of songs. Um, we, we Our countdown was a bit weird back just then. Just mention it. Just uh, mention the band. Oh, just fuck. Mention. Did I? Oh, we, just, we did. The quiz earlier. No, oh, mentioned the song too. No, oh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, there was an Amber Eyes song in there. Heavy oh, hands. Heavy hands in the, the top ten. Correct. That's not. That's not number five. What's no, number Nick. Five? It was actually six Amber Eyes. So well, ah, number five was by a certain man called Thornhill. It was Reptile. Was it Reptile? Reptile at five. Oh, there you go. Okay, cool. Got any more? Um, yeah. Go there, on. There's a band. Fuck, I can't remember their name. We did, oh, a, we did an interview with the Bearded Warrior um, a couple of months ago. Yeah. He has a certain YouTube. Platform now and um oh great mind with lifelike correct life yes yes okay. yes um we have a band from a place called somewhere in Victoria <laughs> starting with an Gip, with, with an A they're not actually from oh. Victoria oh um Adelaide <laughs> close um Altona is a place in um Victoria oh Altona um, would bury me bury me was in the top ten and then um a couple more um there's this one band I'm thinking of it's this Pillars of Salt correct Junkhead one Junkhead, of the great yeah. bands of all time the neck one of the great local bands of all time that are coming through the ranks. We want them to play at Unifoy, hopefully this year. Sydney band. Sydney band. Um, hardcore band. Hardcore band. Disquiet. Oh, um, fucking Heist. Correct. Heist with... 
um, consequence. Yeah. Yay! Correct. Go. Good memory. I'm really. I'm proud of you there, Nick. Hey, who was the first international band to play a Unify? Was it A? Neck deep. I know this. B straight from the pot. Oh, you don't even need to give me the fucking answers. C state champs or D counterpart. Let's go on. Okay, so 2015, the first Unified, there was no international bands. Um, 2016, they kept it a one-night event, but they added international bands, and then 2017, they added, they added the second night. Uh, they had uh, on two, three, three international bands for Unified's 2016, Straight from the Path, State Champs, and Neck Deep. State Champs and Neck Deep played the Sunday to a dismal crowd, as you would describe it as. Yeah, it's terrible. And a very unfortunate event. Probably why they haven't been back since. Um, <laughs> Man, they're crowds, yeah, average. Um, and that would mean that on the main day, it was straight from the buff. Yeah, I actually got knocked down during the set, Nick. I actually, I went straight out and I bought a straight from the past shirt yeah. um, after that show. But um, yeah, I was in the pit and I, I weighed probably 20 kilos less than I do now. And I was throwing down, I was doing my thing and I was bouncing around and moshing and I got fucking dropped during the set. It was the greatest Ooh, thing of all time. Do you remember the song? I remember the song. Oh, what was it? No, actually, I don't remember. <laughs> <the song. laughs> I was absolutely wasted at the time. But um, yeah, I remember getting eating, eating shit on the ground and a beautiful man appeared, Nick. Wait, you, one of our you, friends. What were you eating off the ground? <laughs> I was eating all kinds of shit. It was mud, there was dust, there was all kinds of shit. But a beautiful a man, uniform. one of our, a man that used to front a band called Manetta, actually jammed oh, us a true. few times. Ricky McCandlish, one of the more beautiful men in the scene, Nick. He picked me up like a fucking, like a god. And Angel. he was like Jesus in that moment. Yeah. I'm telling you, now he saved me. But um, great I, times. I remember Henrique Iglesias was playing, I can be a hero, baby. As he's picking you up, people are throwing down just I heard a, the birds. a beam of light. I heard the birds. Can Ricky Iglesias play Unify? Why not? Mm, maybe. Well, maybe if we do a DJ set, we can take our, These what we did on the weekend, boys. They get to DJ everything. Maybe we got to start being DJs. I don't know how to DJ. Someone said that they're trying to get they're trying to get us to DJ something, and I was like, "Really? I, I don't know how to do it." I didn't know what Surely to we just make a playlist and just fucking yeah, hit a couple of buns. Could be. Yeah, probably. No, we're still nah. We can still do too it. silly. That's to it. Do that. Hit us up. We're Nick. going DJ. What's our DJ names? Uh, we're not going to be CJ the DJ who used to be our friend. We're going to be Smackbone. Smackbone. N and N instead of M and Smackbone. Yeah, Smackbone. Okay, Smackbone. That's what it is. Nick Nine Polaris currently have. How many existing members from when they started? Is it A, two? Fuck. B, three? Fuck. C, four? Fuck. Oh, D, five. C, four. I love that. C4, that's sensational. Like that. That's a fucking weapon. It's an explosive answer, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky bastard. Um, yep. I have no fucking clue, so I'm Neither do I. C. I'm going, going. I'm the quiz master. I don't even know this. No, Nick, it's C. Correct. Is it's it? four. four. Yes. Okay, Jamie, Jack, Dangle, and Rick. Jamie Jack Daniels Jack Daniels Jack Daniels exactly <laughs> right Nick and Rick from The Walking Dead is also in the band oh, as well but, um, yeah so Ryan came a little bit later young member when he came in for the guilt and the grief I also reckon that's actually better than the Mortal Coil and um, the death of me can we talk about that while can, yeah literally we, dude I've been thinking about this in the break literally I've got one more yeah left. one more question and we'll uh, we'll go to that because I want to talk about that for which a second which band won the first ARIA award for best heavy album was it A Violent Soho self-titled B Airborne No Guts No Glory C Amity with Youngbloods or D Dead Letter Circus. This is the warning. One of my favorite albums. Okay. Um, oh, I think you get an E. Parkway oh. Drive for Deep Blue. Oh fuck. Um, so it wouldn't have. It's not Violent Soho. I don't think it would be Dead Letter Circus. No. Um, Good band. I, I I'm leaning Airborne because big band. Big band Stature, yeah, at yeah. the time. I'm trying to remember like how, what year was this? 2010. About 10. Yeah. Well, if, young, it's, if it's Deep Blue, Young Bloods and Deep Blue was 10. Yeah, 2010. Yeah. Maybe maybe the awards were in 2011. Maybe. Um, I'm gonna go one of the. Hev- I'm gonna go Airborne. I'm going No Guts, No Guts, Glory. Safe option, I know. 
but I'm upset. Is that number C? So you're not going C, which is Amity Youngbloods? I'm sure? going C. I'm going C now. I'm going C again. Fuck it, Youngbloods. I'm um, sorry, Nick. It's E. Parkway Drive. Hey, Deep blue. So they, did, they won the inaugural heavy one. So well deserved. Yeah, exactly. Who so says like, we don't, they don't care about the fucking Yeah, as you just put also, some more aloe vera. Oh, yeah. Put, uh, if you hear any spray, boat? that's me... Uh, yeah, it's uh, Bondi, Bondi, Sands. Bondi Sands, the Australian tan. Pretty sure they do tans. Yeah, exactly. I, no, I don't no, think I'm getting a tan from this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to peel, mate. It's going to peel. Yeah, yeah Polaris. Mortal Coil. Mortal Coil. So, um, I want to talk about Polaris. Polaris released an album pre-COVID. Seems like a fucking eternity ago. Yeah, they did. Called The Death of Me. Death now, of Me. We've kind of, we enjoy the album yep. and we've kind of gone in and out of love of this album. Mm. I actually gave it a listen probably during the week, actually. Yep. How'd you uh, go? In, in full, just yep. wanted to give it a it's good. Yeah. It's good. If it was a new band, we'd love it. Yeah. Like, we understand that, right? And we'd also be like, oh, it sounds pretty much like Polaris. But like, we, 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 we would enjoy it, right? Yeah, yeah. I know we'd enjoy it. I wonder, and I, I always try and like do this somewhere. I go, what if the roles were reversed? What if the death of me came out first, right? When the guilt, that be, guilt and the yeah. grief, and then the death of me came out, yep. and then the mortal coil. Would we still be disappointed, or mm. would we think that our Polaris have taken a step up? It's a great question. I don't know. That's a, and it's an open ended. It's for anyone to answer. I because I I think it's all. I don't want to say it's like, yeah. It's everyone agrees. Mortal Coil is better than the, de- um, the death of me for sure. It just is it do, right. And you, like the guilt and the grief, it might just be the best EP Australia's ever seen. Oh, it for might, sure. Like it's up there. If it's well, not that, that it's up there. Well, that was really almost not our progression into the scene, but that was kind of the the thing that opened everything up to all these other bands because we listened to that and we're like. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. And what we ha- he had the cleans, we had the technical guitars, the drumming, the screen, like everything about it. I remember your old man. Wise old man he is, Nick. Ben. What do you do? Normally, he, he said to us early days, he goes, normally bands, their first release is always their best because yep. they've been writing for so long, so many years. You got 20 songs ready to go. Your best five to 10 are going to be on either an album or an EP. So, And there's no expectation. No expectations. There's, there's, it's it's well, a huge thing. Because like, imagine the difference between going into the Mortal Coil as opposed to going into the Death of Me. Yeah. It's otherworldly. Going into the Mortal Coil, I think a lot of us were just hoping the album was good. Well, we it came were, from we Dichotomy, were, didn't it? We were with the first them. EP. Yeah. It came from, well, we went to Dichotomy and then Guilt and the Grief. Guilt and, and the Grief, then, yeah. And then um, Mortal Coil. Yeah. But we were just hoping and we were with them. If they released something mediocre, we were going to say it's really yeah, good because like, yeah. we were behind them. But after the Mortal Coil Jeez. happened, and this is what happens when yep. you blow up as well, yep. expectations move. And by the time the death of me came out, we weren't wanting just a good album. We wanted something We great. wanted something that was either as good or better than the Mortal Coil. And that expectation was not even close to what it was an album before. So once when the death of me came out, for better or for worse, because, you know, you make, they made the, it's, look, it's not the worst thing in the world to release an album like the Mortal Coil, but it's like, it's almost like they accidentally made their own bed. <laughs> like they had to lay it. They and did. it did seem like they struggled. The, there is no, there was no expectations going into the Mortal Coil. There was every expectation. If anything other than Definitely, an yeah. album of the year was a, fa- not a failure, but it was a little bit of a disappointment. Needed to be a top three at least. Yeah. And it just wasn't. I know a lot of people are going to say it's a phenomenal album and I get that. It's a, it's a good album. Right. And I understand why people would fucking love it. Yeah. But I, I just think, you know, if you were to, re- um, as going back to before, reverse the roles and the Death of Me came out first and then the Mortal Coil, I think we'd be sitting here going, Polaris have taken a step up. I don't know if the Death of Me is a step back, but I think it's a sideward step. And I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing yeah. because, you know, you've got to, you know, sometimes to progress, you know, I've, I watch Rugby League, Nathan. Sometimes to go back, NRL. to go forward, you have to go backwards. <laughs> you have to yeah. throw, throw the ball backwards. Why not? What yep. a great reference. Great reference. <laughs> oh my God. But like sometimes you have to go to the side and you need to kind of, 
move a little bit before you can progress. And Polaris have a few things. Polaris don't have any features on any of their songs. No, they don't. Can they fucking hurry up and get some? Sorry, we just talked about this. Can we get some features on a fucking Polaris album? Is it Ryo? Crystal Lake? Get him. Yeah, get him in. Get Rao. Get Rao in. Get Rao. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, I just wonder, yeah, with the death of me, what yep. do you think of that? Because it, it has been, not, not polarizing in, in any way, but like yep. it's been that album that we have been going back and forth with. Well, dude, honestly, like I, I look at Architects being like in that metalcore kind of category, then Parkway, they're the two bands people are trying to catch. And like we've always said, Polaris is similar to Architects, the way they write, the way they, their style is. And like you listen to Lost Together, Gone Forever, and you listen to All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us, two albums in a row that were phenomenal. I yep. thought that was probably still almost their two best albums. And like yeah. I compare and I have them on Polaris on a level similar to Architects now. I expect them to be that good if you're going to be that good like it doesn't matter when you start you're either that good or you're not and I think Polaris are and I, I'd compare them to those two albums and where would they sit in the, the Architects like catalogue like like where would the Death of Me sit yeah. so like you go from one to probably seven albums that they're done it'd be down the lower end and like I compare Polaris like the Mortal Coil great it was a fantastic first release it was good like a lot of people liked it we liked it we thought yeah 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 but um The Guilt and the Grief mate that's as good as anything Architects ever put out I'm telling yeah, you now like yeah. the song's there so to go from that level, that's the level that we expect. And I think the death of me, good album cover, few good singles, like obviously songs in the hundred. We got the four in the hundred, but like Bring Me the Horizon, I expect four songs in the top forty, which they basically had. They, yeah. Whenever they release four good songs, they're going to be in the top forty. Polaris, I'm thinking if they're going to release four good songs, they're going to be top forty songs. What they had, they won in the sixties and the eighties, like, yeah. and even after that, like Bring Me could have had two more songs in the the hundred itself, and they would have been probably top sixty songs. But Polaris. Finding the next two singles after the first four, I'd struggle. I'd struggle yeah. to put them into the next 150 songs. So, like, I think a band like that, I don't expect to see four good singles. I expect to see six to eight to nine really good songs that are going to go on the set list and they're going to be like, fuck, where do we fit these in? Whereas now, it's like, yeah. there's probably five songs so, I'd like to see live, but yeah. You take, like, Alien by Northlane, and I remember it's Alien. Like eight fucking yeah, songs, there's, Nick. There's, like, there's eight or nine songs you could genuinely be like, that's a single, and they're going to be songs when they play their next tour yes. or when they release new and music, they and they're going to be like, how the fuck did they not play this song? Yeah. How the fuck did they not play well, that's that song? They are. Yeah. And that, that's just Northlane. That's yeah. how good their catalogue is. Yeah. And that, and people are going to be disappointed that they didn't play songs because their album is so fucking strong. It just doesn't seem like Polaris hit that yet. And again, not a bad thing because no. it was near impossible, the expectation that we that people built up for it that yeah. they were ever going to hit. But it just, you know, it was, I don't know, it didn't feel like, I don't know. Do they have to change their sound? Do they have to change? What What, what well, do Polaris have to do at this stage? Because like they're growing internationally. It doesn't really fucking matter what we do. No, right? Like course, we're, we're already fans. Yeah, so it exactly. doesn't really matter. We're on the run. And, and when, they, uh, when they come out to tour, we'll go we'll see go. them. Yep. And it's kind of, so they're not really trying to convince us. And I always wonder this because like if you go to a band like Parkway and when Parkway made their change and they made their change in sound from Atlas to Aya yep. and Aya was a huge shift and then Rever yep. Reverence or Revenance, uh, they did recently. We give Parkway a lot more leeway. Revenance isn't this incredible album. It's just not. It's a good album. It's a really good album. It's the big singles. But because we love... I don't know if it's because we love Parkway and they've kind yep. of built up that trust within us or maybe because we understand that Parkway have changed their sound so we're kind of giving them a little bit of leeway. 
we are more than happy to be like, Reverence is great. Like, because it is. It's a, it's a great album if you want to enjoy it. If you, want, if you go in that album wanting to enjoy it, you'll have a fucking great time with it. But it is something we give them a lot more leeway, maybe because they've changed their sound so much, or maybe because they've built up that trust within their fan base over the past six albums. And they've given us that. You know, if you want, if people who go, oh, I wish Parkway were as, um, you know, Deathcore or whatever, like they were back in Killing the Smile, you still have that album. Yeah, where, for sure. Where Polaris just don't quite have that catalog just yet. It's almost like they need to have a couple more albums before they you know, can put a dud out and we can almost be like, almost forgiven, dude. You've yeah, you released yeah. some great music. Yeah. You've released a lot of great music. I'm talking in circles, but you know That's what I mean. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Parkway just, they're writing songs for fucking stadiums and yeah. like massive festivals now. So that's where they get the leeway. Like they don't need to write fucking mosh call bloody breakdown in music anymore. Like they're writing to play to front of 10,000 people singing back at them kind of yeah. thing. And that's the level I think Polaris can get to. They're on that wave. They're on the, the same path. They're going to be bringing internationals out to Australia now. That's the, that's the progression. We're like after probably the first couple of years in the scene, we're like, oh, Inuts Wake's bringing out Beartooth and While She Sleeps and stuff. Who are the next bands gonna, that are going to do that? Polaris is going to be headlining tours for the next 10 to 15 years. So yeah. they're going to be bringing the international bands out, which is going to be great for us. The exposure around the world, they're playing that Impericon tour, yep. very high up on that tour in are Europe. They are they headlining? They're pretty they sure they're headlining yeah. that. So they've got some great bands on that. Their American tour that got like kind of cut, like because they were going to do that, the Mortal, the, the, sorry, the Death of Me tour that got cut with COVID. So they're going to progress. They're going to be a huge band. They'll be the biggest band in Australia after Parkway. They probably are now, on, honestly, overseas, yeah. like the popularity that they got. But yeah, progression-wise, music-wise, it's still it's kind of going the wrong way. Like it's good, but it's not great. Like it's not grabbing me. Yeah, yeah, Polaris. And that's all you need. Do you want to talk about some albums coming out this year? Do you want to talk about predictions and all that kind of shit? Let's finish off. Let's go. Let's go down to what's coming up in 2021 um, and what we're excited for because like you know a lot of it bands gonna release albums whether or not people are excited for them is another thing altogether um nave i know you're gonna have a list right now but do you have a number one do you have a one oh. and without saying every time i die because it's obvious or maybe in australian sense is there one album that you are excited for more than any other wind waker love language i'm yeah. pretty sure that's what it's going to be called so they they've kind of what happened with that? Wasn't it well, supposed to be released on New Year's? Well, apparently, I don't know what the fuck happened there, Nick. So they, the meme lords themselves are the scene. That's what I call them. That's their nicknames. Like they are. They take the piss. They're funny online and socials and stuff. They've been away. They've been hibernating, doing their thing. They've been recording this album and whatever, whatever. So they, they posted this meme like 2019 was Empire. Yeah. Now 2021 is Love Language. I'm pretty sure that's going to be the album name. Can't confirm or deny it, but oh my when, god, like, I got some aloe vera in my yeah, fucking eye. Yeah, I can see it. looks so painful. <laughs> right gonna, I'm trooping through. David. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Sorry, just mate. ignore my screaming in the background. <laughs> but they honestly, they're a band that I sort of. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the gorge. He's falling <laughs> further and further. But yeah, dude, Wind Waker are a band. They they got a fr- like a really fresh sound. They, they I fucking they, love Wind Waker. Yeah. yeah <laughs> You, you keep frothing them, Nick, but um, I'm telling you, so this new album that they're on, their progression is to get to that next level. So like, whether they're going to stay a local band or they're going to progress up and do bigger tours and play bigger shows, I think that's where they're at now. So if this really kicks off and pops off and has some really good songs, which I expect, Empire was fantastic. One of the EPs of the year in yeah. 2019 had probably four to five great songs that they play live. Will's one of the best vocalists in the scene. He's got a great clean voice, a great screaming voice. And now they're a four-piece. Um. I'm telling you, I reckon that album for the Aussies, that and Greybond, they're the two. Mm. What do you reckon? I look up. We've been saying, I've said that I was going to give up on this band for a couple of, if they didn't release anything in 2020. Yep. But considering everything that happened, I can understand why they Give them a pass. Yep. I think it's Deadlights. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's coming. I'm very, very. Intru- yep. I'm more fascinated by what Deadlights have because we, when we talked to Dill from Grave Mind, mm. great interview. If anyone hasn't listened to it, yeah, check he it talk, out. He talks about it, he's like Deadlights are one of the only bands that I, they can take as much time as they fucking want because they they're are just pure so, artists. They are so good. Yep. Yeah, and I, I wonder with that. I wonder if that's I, like if that's true. I wonder if there is new music, but. At what point, and I mean this nicely and respectfully, at what point do we just go, fuck man, Deadlight's are lazy as shit? Because <laughs> it's been so long. They, when I, I did like a really small interview with them, um, for anybody who doesn't know. I, the inaugural winner's nick yeah, the song the, of the year. Yeah, won the song of the year in 2018. And it was like, uh, 2017, I think it was. Yeah, it, it was, was 17. Yep. And it was, I, I did an interview with them and I asked them. That was big energy, it's, mate. It's, it's the only reason you asked out a band because there's nothing else to do in Brisbane. And they didn't laugh. And it was, it was a very awkward moment for me. Wow. But it was like, they said, they wrote that album like three years earlier. Yeah. Like, so it's like, what it's have not, you been doing since? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what, what's happening? What's the hold up? You haven't, you released two singles. Yeah, Bathed in Venom, Sugar Coated Psychosis. Both, so both great songs. songs. Like, yep. Bathed in Venom is probably their most well written song they've ever done. Do you remember hearing at the Grayscale um, showcase? I'm pretty sure Dill, the vocalist, kind of said how rushed they were to get it done. And now they'll. N- Do you remember hearing that? I'm pretty sure we yeah, heard him talk. I don't know. It might not have been that show, but we heard him saying how rushed they were. I was like, Fuck getting rushed to do a single like they've had a lot of time. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I would have thought they would have had songs ready to go. But mm. we've seen photos in the studio. We've seen that like the, the the drums were kind of recorded. We know they've got new music coming. So whether it comes out this year, who the fuck yeah. knows? Then. And I'm also very excited yeah, well, for New Void. Um, as we we'll talk about yeah, this earlier, drop but soon. They said next month, hopefully a single yeah. and maybe an announcement for a new release. I there's something about Void, man. Like I, there's just an energy. They they are one of the few bands that really cap they do just about justice. They don't get yep. quite there. They they give it enough, whereas when when you see the band live, they up it one more notch kind of thing. But their, their recording sounds very good and it sounds really crisp and it sounds like, yo, they're putting it into it. Like, you can you can envision Jack screaming his fucking head off in a booth when you listen to a Void of Vision song. And that's something you can't do with every vocalist. A lot of vocalists, when you picture it, you picture them just perfectly kind of getting their screams right and they sound perfect and it's mm. all lovely. It's all great. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do. Mm. But when I when I listen to Void, I, am, I know I can picture him holding his headphones and just giving it as much as he can or on a couch screaming his fucking lungs Fuck out. yeah. Like there's just something that that band's very, Jeez. it's very visceral. It's something visceral. that they have. Nice word. Word of the week uh, is visceral. Nathan, describe visceral for me. Uh, the visceral terms of this show is trash. There you go. Don't know if that described the word at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a descriptive word of some sort with the visuals. So yeah. I like it. Well played yeah, to you. Yeah, very nice. But uh, yeah, they're, um, they're a band, Nath. Um, what else you got, Nath? I know you've got a lot of bands that have music well, coming out. We do. we got While She Sleeps. got the Sleep Society, April 16. Architects for Those Who Wish to Exist, February 26. Data, remember, you're welcome. Thank you, The Rock. March 5 coming out. Don't know what's going to so, happen there. But um, architects, yep. architects. Um, we we're talking about albums before. Architects have fourteen tracks on this. this fourteen album tracks coming yeah. up. A couple, of, a few features. One with Winston, which Winston? is exciting. Thank God. Um, I but, thought they were beefing after that whole um. Yeah, the the, 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 the headline <laughs> and shit. Share it on air, or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, that was a bit of a come on, Sam. What a stitch up! Uh, how dare they <laughs> play? Was on that the last part, year? Does that wanker? Yeah, it probably does. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jason. Sam Carter again. Sorry, guys. Uh, no, no. Back to Jace. Um. Yeah, I, like I'm interested in this Architects album. Yep. Like, I think this is an, actually quite an important album for the band in terms of where they're going to go. Could they I, do the Parkway? The, the change up in style and go I think, the I think globe. They have to man, I I really do. Like everyone goes on about Architects now. They, they will go on about how Ar- every Architects album sounds the same. Now, I never really got that uh, throughout because I, if you were to go through, because they usually started around Lost Forever and they go every album from there sounds the same. 
I would say Daybreaker was I, one of my favorite albums. First album. Is that still your favorite? Probably. I'll be close. I, I think it's more nostalgia, and yeah. I think it holds it just in that sense. It's, it's always more like that. Sentimental. Isn't it? yeah. I think the, but I don't know if it's my favorite. But it has some. It probably has my top three favorite songs by the fucking band. Um, what is it? These colors don't run. Even if you win, you're still a rat. And Devil's Island. Ooh. And Alpha Omega is actually. Alpha. It's, it's probably four or five of the top ten of Architect songs. There you go. But top, um, top ten list coming to you. Soon. Yeah. I lost forever. <laughs> lost together was like Architects, but really bouncy. Had that bouncy, new metal feel. Bounce core. Um, all gods was just kind of. It was chaos. really fucking chaotic. Oh, yeah, mate, it was, it was really, awesome. It was really good. And, that I, was and Tom's I thought, last like, album yeah, running. Yeah. And I, and I remember thinking, like, oh, these albums don't sound like. I understand some of the riff works a little bit similar, mm. but like. They've definitely got different tones to them. Yep. Like 100% they do. And then Holy Hell came out. And it's not like they, I thought it sounded the same. It's more that I just thought it sounded like a B-side of what they've already created. It, it founded like a discount architects. But it sounded like an architects cover band trying to write their own music. Incorporated a lot more clean Sydney. Kinda. Yeah, and yeah. I don't mind clean. Sam's got a great clean. Like, and like, amazing if, you, if you listen to like even like Doomsday, Doomsday is an oh. incredible song. Oh. Uh, which doesn't count on Holy Hell as well, mind you. Yeah, um, we <laughs> No, it doesn't. Just in case you're new around here. It does not count. Uh, but it's, like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know where architects can go. Their new stuff isn't, it's a little bit different, you know. Yep. Um, the new one, Animals, has this kind of Ramstein. It has this huge chorus. Yeah, the Bring like, Me vibes. Yeah, yep. Ramstein into Bring Me kind yep. of thing, and it's it's pretty good. Like I don't. That's mind a good it. song. I, I don't mind it. It's a sick song. Uh, the one after that, Blood Lungs or whatever. Not as good. Yeah, not Black as good. Lungs, Black I think lungs. it's called. <laughs> Blood, Blood I like Lungs, Blood lungs better. <laughs> Let's roll with that. <laughs> Blood Lungs. <laughs> 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 no more Blairs, Nick. That's he's, he's yeah. He's, out, he discontinued the, the Blairs, Blair. but I feel like they're going to come back. If, they, if there's not one Blair on the new album, we're not reviewing it. When they're playing old songs with the Blair in it surely has to blur. Yeah, it's true. Silly yeah, silly. there's heaps of bands that could be releasing music. Parkway, yeah. who we got? Parkway, Parkway, Beartooth. We surely, got... surely, Parkway do. Beartooth's all written. They, yeah, it's ready to go. Like, it was going to come last year. Then last year, I think it was meant Ooh, to come, but obviously with COVID, they're pushing it. But um, dude, yeah, Parkway. Well, they're locked in. They're basically they've been writing for the last fucking. They said they're going to give us music a bit early. Exactly, which is, exciting. Which is sick. So they they can do whatever they want. They're they're, they're the titans of the scene. Um, Beartooth, yeah, Thornhill. They'll they, they've got to release something. They didn't have anything. No singles last year. Counterparts, Knock Loose. We I'm expected them. Yeah, came second in the album of the year has two the years al- ago. Has the album cycle changed? Do you think over the years? Because like yeah, back in the day, I used to always think once every three years. Yeah, was my, was, maybe that's just me growing up. I think right? it's true now. Yeah, it feels like it's maybe it's d- depending on your style, but like depending on your tour schedule. Unless you're deadlights, and tall deadlights and tall. I actually, go a lot longer. I had a pot shot for you. I was going to bring it up. Do you think bands could do backup albums year to year, like release an album, say January 2020, yeah. and then come out December 2021 with another album? Do you think that could happen? Oh, that could, especially yeah. with COVID. I reckon we might be seeing a few albums from bands that came out last year because. Yeah. Is any of that music going to be discarded now? Like a lot of people have been listening to music for 12, 18 months, haven't been able to see it live. Yeah. Are we going to care? Will people care still? I yeah. will. Does we'll, that, we'll, yeah, we'll does that to keep it, the interest up? Like you, you were talking about it um, with the, what we did in the weekend, boys, on the pod, uh, where they were saying, like, you know, Polaris, they released the definitely the day of the show that we went to. Yeah. It's crazy, it's like, wasn't it? It's. And I understand, like, it's good hype, but it's also like, man, I don't know what the fuck the songs are. And, like, I, when I go to a Polaris show, I want to sing along yeah, to I want to sing along to songs I already fucking know. Yeah. It's like when, it's like if Metallica came out, they're like, okay, guys. We've got a new album dropped yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're gonna, we, got, we only got, uh, you know, 15 songs to play. Here's a new song we have, no one's heard before. Do you want to hear it? Everyone's going to be like, yeah. 
Even though nobody should say no. yeah. No. Play in a Sandman. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. God damn <laughs> Actually, it, James. Play Frantic. Play <laughs> Frantic three times in a row. That's your best song. <laughs> that's your closer. That's your encore. That's everything. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah. but it's like, God what, damn. Don't play songs we haven't fucking heard. It's the worst thing. Like, if you're a local band, there's like a certain statue you can get up to yeah. where it's like, that's okay. Yeah. Like Polaris when they played Hypermania. That's completely fine. That's fine. Um, when Alpha played Akudama, that's completely fine. They debuted it that night. That's yeah. unreal. And it's like, that. that's completely fine. Yeah. But if you're a fucking huge band, do not fucking do that. Don't that's do it. Thing. Sorry, we're going off track. <laughs> but like, I always wonder with Give that. Give us a 20 second tease. Like, I remember those, did The Offspring play an ACDC song? Ah, the Offspring. Yeah, the Offspring played a fucking... Billy Talon played a Living End snippet. Yeah, they, when we went and saw them, that yeah, was, that, that was, was cool. That was only thirty seconds. Roll on, they just sung that's along. all they need to do. Nick, yep. do a thirty second snippet just or something straight from the past. Do like a minute of killing in the name. That's what I mean. Perfect. Just, just do a minute. All they don't need to do, do the do full song. Like, they don't yeah. need to cover the full song. Nick. R- Rise Against were the biggest ones that are that download where they like they only had forty five minutes or maybe an hour, and then they played a Misfits cover and they they like, did they it. It sucked. Just fucking, what are you doing? Just play Ready to Fall. Fuck it out. I don't know. If he, I can't remember that. Give yeah, it all Ready to Fall. Yeah, great. That should have been a one-two um, combo to left-right. Good night, as Nick Brown. But yeah, dude, lots of bands to release new music this year. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> Northland Hallians, Killswitch, Luca Brasi, yep. Near Seattle, yep. Die Art, Sick yep. to Your Guns, Slipknot, Sorry, uh, Straight from the Path. You're a Slipknot will come out in your music. Are, uh, well, they're, they're talking about it. They're really? talking, yeah, they're talking. There's been a few posts about new Slipknot music coming out this year. Bring Me got another EP that'll be dropping this yeah. year. They talked about doing four, so we've got the first heavy one. Spirit Box got an album coming out. Ooh. D's Nuts, Clowns, Void Division, as we talked about. Plotting You, The Dude, Comfort. Mike Kem might be doing an album because they got back and we're going to do like tours oh, last sure, year. Yeah. They might have new music. Conform, they're a band that I'm looking forward to from Perth. So plenty of music to come, Nick, that we might get. A lot of good shit, man. And that's, that's exciting. Like... Yo, know, 2020 being so shit, now we're kind of... We're on the back, back We're end. on the back end. We're still going through Australia it. is. I think yeah. we're on the back end. I don't... Like, if people keep coming from overseas and having it, like, mm. we're probably going to have to cut off the borders again. But yeah. in our little island, we're doing all right. So far. So yeah. far, so, so far, so good. And like, yeah. But hopefully that does mean we do get this huge influx of music coming in 2021. And yeah. hopefully it's good quality music. Hopefully not every band's singing about Corona and quarantine well, and how, how living life in isolation is terrible and it's like yeah you haven't had to work for six months it hasn't been too bad yeah. <laughs> you're getting paid by the government it's not fucking terrible all the rappers of the world yeah it's like they're just on Twitch now playing games making money Nick yeah it's just like I don't know it's weird yeah, it's, have you learned anything from, from quarantine life was from, there anything like did you like I tried to I tried to meditate for about a week didn't work. Uh, try to study read some books and um yeah I, become I, a better person I, Nick, I, is tried, that? I tried to learn a language for about 20 minutes couldn't do it Dude, Nick, I, I we learned Italian my, we learned Italian on the show all Nick. I want to do yeah we did learn Italian on the show that was great um, the last episode we yeah I think it was yeah. oh they and missed it's, out Nick it's, it's, no that's the last episode before, oh they got up yeah, yeah got up and the episodes in all lower so cases called Italian <laughs> I just like to big people like, I'm not going to click on this and how would they not know for the, all the fucking shit we had ready for them mate I've been watching so many like mafia things yeah. lately oh some good shit on YouTube mate Michael I, Francis I'd go have a look at a couple of his videos on YouTube I watched um this movie uh, I think it's Australian uh, The Barbadook oh any good yeah fucking terrifying crazy dude. yeah I'm a, like, I'm a big horror movie guy but like this is one of the it's probably one of my favourite horror movies I've seen it's really good like, I've got a show for you Ooh. Night Stalker on Netflix. Ooh, good. Mate, I watched it last night. I watched it. All, it's, it's only four, four episodes. So four yeah. 50 minute episodes. Well, it's like a, oh, it's a series. Okay. Kind and of it, like a mini series. It gets fucked up. Ooh. This guy was, <laughs> mate, I saw his face in the last episode and I was, I'm, I, I couldn't sleep. I had to watch something else after it. I finished the episode and I had to watch something to just take my mind off it. It was, mind you, it was two o'clock in the morning and everything <laughs> was pitch black and it was dark and I was scared, but Night, night Stalker, watch it tonight, mate. Oh my you. God. I like it. I'm a fan. Hopefully we get some music this week. 
Yeah. I like we've had a little bit. Ghost, Ghost Com- Complex. Ghost EP? Complex released their EP, which was really good. My Man had a new song. Did they? Citizen new song? I haven't even I heard the new Mice and Men. I've got a few written down that actually came out this week. That's um, cool. Like, I've, I've seen Austin Carlyle. I've been copping it a lot. I don't, Pale Dusk, new I, song? Oh, really? Wineback? Like um, Every Time I Die, AWOL, only on YouTube, not on Spotify for us, the bastards. Oh, really? Yeah, it's up on YouTube. Dude, it's a sick song. And I talked I talked to you about- AWOL's the one that they did- um, Is that the one they posted the snippet for a while back? I can't remember. Potentially, yeah, yeah, but it popped up on YouTube. And like I said, I think it was um, not Colossal Records, the other one that I said it sounded a lot like At The Drive-In, one of those bands. Desperate Measures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Desperate Measures. But um, this new song, AWOL, sounds so much like At The Drive-In, Keith Buckley. It's amazing. Really good. But yeah, what else? Um, Yeah, Holding Absence, another song. But yeah, it's been slow, but I think January will pick up. I'm just missing that we're not at Unified. Just it's weird. Normally we're on the come down right now. Yeah, and it's it's weird right now because like gigs are, are being announced right now. It's funny. Like I want gigs, and then they get announced. I'm like, it's going to get postponed. It's not going to happen. But yeah, and part yeah. of me is just like, oh, I don't know if I want to go. It's like there's just I don't know. Maybe it's just like I watched snippets of a gig last night, and it looked kind of yeah, same here. Yeah, oh. like uh, nothing against the band. I know no, I the band, band was fine. Terror, like, was it Terror? The Terror show? Yeah, I think it was. Terror. I don't know who, who else was playing that show, but it just didn't look very. No, it didn't fun. look fun. Like no. everyone's just kind of standing and like head nodding. It's like you're allowed to move. On, and I'm like, oh, it's a bit rough. The Return of the Mosh will be at full tilt. Return I'm of, telling you, Return of the Dreg. <laughs> well, you just got to think. I think the finally when we're at a festival in that location, you got room to move. There's security can't really do shit. There's ten thousand yeah. people in a pit. Dude, like, security couldn't do shit at fucking State of Gold with hundred and fifty people. Yeah, true. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I lost my mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's what I mean. But like I think Melbournians going up to Brisbane That'll be the first real stage to actually throw down and do some shit. So I think it's yeah. going to be wild. So uh, you're saying that people are going to end up in a fucking hospital? Oh, night. basically, I'm just going to avoid the long-haired beauty that whole <laughs> time. So it's going to be a scary band. Dude, full tilt's going to be wild. I'm actually really excited for that. Get a whole crew there. Um, aren't we getting like we might be getting merch done up for it? I know Jason Birch really thinking of doing some merch done for it for that event alone. Yeah, navy blue neck. Yeah, navy like, blue shirts. Like, that's going to be like a prerequisite for anyone who's from uh, from fucking Melbourne. Like that'd be so good. I'd fucking love that. On mass, imagine yeah. like. A thousand of us all in these different. Imagine like a wall of death, and like half of it's just all people in the same navy blue shirts. <laughs> like it'd be so good. Like I fucking love that. There's so the million dollar much. idea. Oh god, we're I, gonna have one an episode. As yet. if they wouldn't buy. As if people wouldn't buy. But if you're from Melbourne, why wouldn't you join the crew? Oh, you like, would. It'd be so good. Easy way to meet people as well. God, yeah. Be like, oh, Victorian. Hey. Yeah. And yeah. Any, if anyone doesn't have the shirt, you fuck them off. Who yeah, another the Queenslanders. That Queensland and those New, New South Wales buggers. Yeah, they almost cost us our New Year's. Those buggers. I fucking hate them. Um, that was a weird thing too, wasn't it? Fucking that old mask thing, mate. I didn't want to wear a mask. It was just it pissed me off. It's all right. Jay man. stitched me up too, the bastard. What do you do? The old walk from the station. <laughs> yeah, he touched the walk. He told you where to go. I'd already you had to done. go like fucking five k or some shit. <laughs> it was ages. I'd already done the gym session that day. I saw, I'm telling. You, I haven't been to gym since New Year's that yeah. day, mate. I'm telling. You, I'm dead since then. But that walk, <laughs> that walk, I was full of sweat. It was horrible. It was yeah. muggy. I'm going to get him back. He got the wanker of the year. He deserved it. For yeah. that as well, Nick. You know what happened at cricket yesterday? One oh, of no. our guys, like, it started raining and we were, we were never going to win because we have no batting lineup at all because yeah. all our good players aren't playing. It's fucking yeah. horrible. Um, and we, we were four for 90 at 20 overs, um, chasing 188. So Ooh, okay, yeah, possible, we only yeah. had 10 players. Yeah. Um, we, knew, uh, we, we knew we weren't going to win because that batting stock's pretty wank. But um, we're like, oh, yeah. And the rain started coming down. And it was probably about 45 minutes. It gets to about 5.30, 6 o'clock, and we're still fucking waiting. Uh, rain cuts down so we can start playing. They start running through the overs. One of one of the batters is like this old guy who just, he's hard to get out, but he's also like, he doesn't never, make he runs. doesn't make fucking yeah, runs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just sits around and blocks the ball. It's horrible. And I'm, I'm, I'm piring at square leg with my pink hoodie on. It's 
blowing a gale. It's fucking raining. I'm miserable as shit. Holding a broom because I have to sweep the pitch oh, every fucking over. Yes, so people don't slip over. <laughs> and and the, uh, the old guy goes, like, stops and over before it starts. He goes, oh, I need, and it goes up to captain. I need a runner. My, my knee's my knee's giving out. I, I need a runner, right? And we're like, oh, just Blakey, just hurry up, mate. We got like we got Perfect ten, name, just bowl, bowl out the last. It's ten overs to go. Hit a fucking boundary, yeah, then you won't have it. to run. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, you know what I mean? Like there's ten overs to go. We need eighty runs. You are not chasing it down, right? We're not winning. And then he goes, he looks around and he goes, Brownie. You're going to be my runner. And I'm fielding a square leg, wearing sh- not wearing my cricket gear, wearing a fucking hoodie. Thongs? And, you know, thongs? I, was, I wish I was wearing a thong. Oh, and dude. The whole, we were, we made, the whole other team were all just talking shit. And he's like, oh, you've been... St-. Everyone's going, oh, Brownie, you've been stitched up. I'm like, fucking bullshit. I get off. <laughs> I walk off the field. Someone else has started putting their pads on the door. Oh, I'm like, hell yeah. Thank God. He takes five minutes and then he starts to come on the field wearing a helmet. You don't need to wear a helmet when, no, you're, when you're running. You're, you're just a runner. You're, running you're not facing a ball, idiot. He comes out with Helmet, and as he's about to walk on the pitch, Blakey gets bowled. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. fucking useless. And I was like, "Fuck off, Blakey!" You Blakey. He comes off, and I'm like, "Oh, you're a fucking wanker, Blakey." <laughs> he's deaf as shit, so he didn't hear me. <laughs> the like, Adventures of Brownie and his cricket tales. Oh, oh, I'm a fan of this. Nick. Fucking horrible. We need it each week. I hate it. It's an integral part of the show. I'm never playing cricket again. <laughs> this is fucking horrible. I'm burnt. We lost. We're out for a gold duck. Yeah, it's not a good day. And the gloves. The, <laughs> the glove debacle. It's another game next week, Nick. Another another couple of uh, balls to, to face. You might get a quick little boundary away and you might be up, up and away, Nick. Ball at my head too much. They go, yeah, they're going at you. They, they, just, they see that blonde lock of yours and they're like, I'm targeting that, Nick. They all, made, they all made fun of me. When I went out to the pitch, they're like, didn't you have no grip last time? Because I was, I was, Oh, oh you played these guys yeah, before. Oh, shit. The team we played the first game. Oh, played, and they're, like, and they're good, aren't they? You were the gripless guy. Yeah, they're, they're on top of the ladder now. Um, and they're, they're the only good team I think we've played. You need me there, Nick. I'm going to be there in spirit. I know. Right. Oh, dude, if our next year, I'm coming back. I'm making a comeback no, next year. I don't. We need you. Nick, I'm telling you, just next next short ball, just a little tap over the um the slips. That's that's. <laughs> don't worry about the pull shot. Put the pull shot away. Just a little oh, uppercut I, over the slips. That's your next I'll, shot. No other team bowls short. Every other one else. It's just this bowls. first team. Yeah, it's just yeah. this team. And I'm like, it's probably a smart idea because it got me out. So like, it can't be too bad of an idea. Anyway. Wait for the final, Nick. When you play him up and up and over yeah, the slips. Mate, we're not going to make finals. You will. We're going. Nah, you're going to do nah. it. That being said, Nate, um, we're back. 2021. Uh, new year, new us kind of thing. Anything you want to say before you get out, Nath? Uh, nah, for the first episode of 2021. I'm excited for new music. Excited to be back. Um, hopefully, everyone is along for the journey. Is Backbone going on the road this year? Are we going to... Are we touring? Are we going to take it on the road to Full Tilt? Are we going to do a show up there? Are we going to oh, yeah, interview definitely. the punters? In right, the, um, I, all I want, and I'm fucking looking back, I'm spewing we didn't get offered this yep. at Unifier last we year. We got stitched up with that. Dude, we... Uh, I hate tooting. I hate tooting our own horn. Mm. I hate it. But I feel like on an interview basis, we're pretty untouchable. Gotcha. I think we are. And like, I was like... I didn't. I didn't want to interview the bands. I just wanted to interview fans. I wanted to interview crowds because that's where the funny shit is, and that's where people. That's where the memorable moments are going to be clipped and they're going to be on camera. You know what I wanted, Nick? What I wanted a two-minute video. Yeah. I wanted to get the same person at two o'clock in the day, and then at six o'clock in the day. Dude, at 10 o'clock in the day. so good. Oh, oh, that, that was, oh, I want to get that to happen at a uniform. I'm telling you, that'd be the best thing of all time. And, like, and it, can, it and might just, just be us doing just, it. We just dress them up every year. He's like lost a shoe. Like, he's like found a new pair of shoes. The SpongeBob, like, a moment later. Yes. <laughs> His son, he's a fucking whack. Yeah, he's been in the pit. He's got a black yeah, eye. Oh, mate. Awesome. This is Jimmy. What are you up to, Jimmy? He's like, oh, I'm really excited. Three yeah, hours later. Jimmy, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's 10 o'clock. And he's in the chaos. Yeah. 
He's climbing the fucking tent. Fucking hell. Backbone takeover. I appreciate everybody for listening. Um, sorry for the delay of getting us back on, but you know, need a break sometimes, Nathan. That's how it all works. All right, we're uh, back, man. I appreciate you joining me, Nathan, as always. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week as normal things will start proceeding. Website will be back up and running as well. I'm going to be doing... More, I don't know, maybe like most anticipated bands for 2021 or Ooh, yeah, most, do that. most bands to look out for in 2021 and most anticipated albums. I think it'll be the two that I might do this week. Father Dear Hands. Yeah. Are they the bands? Mirrors and Father Dear Hands? To break out, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I reckon they're two. Mirrors are interesting to me. They're an odd band, aren't they? They're like drinking the style to break but out. They definitely have the sound. They definitely yeah. have that kind of polaris sound. They've got the vibe, yeah. Want. yeah. But um, every time I see them live, I don't know why vocally, I just think they struggle a little Missing bit. a little bit, yeah, okay. Maybe. I might be wrong there. I'm looking forward to that new shit. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah. I've heard it's really good. So, yeah. I don't know. Circus such a good song. Yeah, it is. And they've got the uh, the Dready Man. Dreadlock Man. Dreadlock, Dreadlock man. King. Oh, incredible. We need a new nickname for him. What can we call him? Um, Jonathan Davis. Loch Ness. The Loch Ness, the Loch Ness Monster. Because Ooh, he's got the Loch Ness there. Monster. Yeah, the Loch Ness like Monster. Yeah. He's a monster on the base, that's why. Yeah, I like it. Like, yeah. Not a bad. Not bad One at all. One of my best. Man, not bad, man. As I said, a turkey for a turkey as I entered the, um, the, the room here, Nick. We're doing wild turkeys. We are. Because we're a couple of wild turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Footy's coming back, Nick. Boy, calm the talks. Uh, Dusty's for the Brownlow, and uh, appreciate you guys. See you.